So I am here with Brenda. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Nervous and excited. <laughs> so would you like to introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Sure. My name is Brenda Dowell. I'm from Port Stanley, Ontario. I teach yoga. I do body work. I love holistic healing and all the facets that come with that. I do a lot of different modalities and I'm always a student. I always love to learn and I think I'll learn for my entire life and, and that excites me. That's pretty much who I am in a nutshell. I love life and I love people and that's me. You are currently in Ontario right now doing this interview, but you don't live in Ontario anymore. So where, where do you live? I live out in Prince Edward Island. So I'm out there now, have been for two and a half years, um, but I'm home right now in Ontario visiting my mom and my sister. And like I said, we met, we met a very, very long time ago, but you, you've been in the holistic healing field for a long time. Yeah. Um, what brought you into that world? I've always been intrigued, especially with yoga. And it's always something I wanted to try, but, you know, never really found the opportunity or took the opportunity. And then a very dear, dear friend of mine um, passed away. He was in the States. And when I came home, a girlfriend grabbed me and she said, let's go to meditation. Let's go to meditation. She took me to the Lotus Center in London and they taught yoga there. And it was like, oh my God, like this is so meant to be. And so the next week I signed up for yoga and meditation and Tai Chi and it was amazing. And so that became the base, home base, if you will, for me, for my yogic journey. Five, six years before I even went to that class, I heard about yoga and it was like, what is this stuff? And is it a cult and all those kinds of things, you know? And then started to research it and went, wow, this is pretty cool. And it's for everybody. So when I started yoga, it was obviously for me, and for me, physically, and had no idea the depths of spiritual and intellectual and emotional digging and inner work that would be required <laughs> to stay on the path. And so for me, yoga is an integral part of my life and still is and it is a way of living for me it's incredible and you like you said you are currently teaching it out in in where you're living now oh in pei so i'm yeah. teaching uh weekly classes i do series of them and working on a couple retreats so yeah we'll see so you started a business called enjoy the journey why did you call it that and when when did you open that business I started Enjoy the Journey in, oh gosh, 90 something, late 90s in that ballpark. And the reason I called it Enjoy the Journey was that friend that I had talked about, he was like a spiritual soulmate to me. And he used to always remind me, it doesn't matter what you're doing, it doesn't matter who you're with, enjoy the journey. That's what he used to say to me all the time. Enjoy the journey. It's not about getting somewhere. Enjoy the journey. Look at the tree, like all this kind of stuff. He was a huge teacher for me in slowing down and appreciating being more present in life and all those kinds of things. And so when he passed and I came back home um, to Ontario and decided that, yeah, yoga was something I wanted to do and body work and reflexology and all those kinds of things. And a company name was Enjoy the Journey. It just, it was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> I just know it. That's it. You have some very beautiful ideas and philosophies on life. Um, what are some of them that you want to share with us? I love the possibility and the potential and the unknown and, and yes, at times, you know, a little scary, but for me, I'm a, 
leap of faith kind of person. If it feels right, it's like jump in and go. And you know, and if it's a mistake, well, I'll learn and make a decision. So I'm, I've always um, this faith and this trust in in stepping into something different or something new or going somewhere or you know just flying off on my own and you know checking out and see what's there. And so that for me is one of them. It's just like you know, life will support us, and 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 in the process of supporting us. I'll learn a lot. And so I think that that is one of the baselines for me in living. I also believe that the human body it has so much potential to heal. It is far greater than anyone has ever told us. And, and everyone is different. And so if we if we can find the, the, the modalities or the ways that our body can listen and, and really listen and tune into what our body needs and then offer it that, then the potential for it to heal in whatever way it needs to next is there. It's not a cookie cutter life. Like everybody doesn't fit into a mold. Certain things don't work for everybody. So you got to listen. I believe we've got to listen to ourselves and our bodies and trust ourselves and then lean into that so that we can open the gates of, of the potential that lies within us. I also believe that we're all connected. You know, I, I believe in this vast, incredible world that we physically all look different, but essence that we were born, the connection that we have through our heart is the spark, the spark of the divine, whatever you want to call it, that that's what connects us. And, and that's why I believe love is such a, it is the most powerful emotion in the world is the healing emotion. It's the one that can connect us, the one that can save us when I'm, you know, having a crappy day or whatever it is. It's like, okay, I need something to focus on. Like, what is it that I love? Okay. I love sunflowers. I love being outside. I love nature. I love the trees, whatever it is. And force myself in some ways to do those things or to to be a part of that or put on some music or something that I know will uplift me and bring up my frequency and vibration because I also believe that like there is enough there's abundance in this world so that when you know you get an epiphany or you get an expansion we all get it and so it's not that there's a zero sum it's not like if you win somebody else loses it's not that at all life is about collaboration and the abundance of all and and I cheer you on and I cheer on anybody else it's like oh my god this is flipping amazing because we all get that hit and it expands the energy and raises the frequency and raises the vibration for everybody for the collective consciousness of the world I also believe that we're all perfectly imperfect and that's perfect. I believe that, you know, we can all, I believe from what I've seen in myself knowing um, that we can all find the faults in ourselves. And it's so much bigger than that, that perfection from my perspective is an unattainable goal like excellent, be the best you can possibly be every day. And if you're having a crappy day, then it's a crappy day, but be your best in that, whatever that means. And if it's sleeping on your couch or, or you know, um, I don't know, whatever it is, it's, it's to find those things that can support you move through that day. So hopefully you don't get stuck in it, but that knowing that we all have flaws, that we all have imperfections 
And some of them are visible and some of them are not to ourselves or to others, but to know that you're never alone because nobody, you know, nobody walking this earth has it all figured out. If we did, we wouldn't be here, right? It'd be on to the next whatever. <laughs> but it, it, it's to understand that, yeah, we're perfectly imperfect and we all have insecurities. And so can we collaborate? Can we support each other and allow ourselves to become the best version of ourselves through whatever it is that we're doing? That's so beautiful. I, I love... I love the way that your mind thinks and I love the way that you look at life because it's not, it's not necessarily common. Yeah, true. And, <laughs> and I also understand Candy, this not all rainbows and unicorns, like life is ups and downs. And, and I always teach and talk about, you know, we need to build resiliency. We need to, when it's expansive and joyful, it's like, yeah, fill yourself up, like, you know, fill your tank kind of thing and whatever it is and share it and spread it around. And, and when you're in the trough, you know, it's like, stay on the surfboard, you know what, it, or if you knocked off, grab the surfboard and hang on and tread water because another wave is going to come. Like it's, it's not always, you know, top of the mountain kind of stuff. It's all of it. That's what life is. It, it's the lessons and the challenges and the learning and the joyful, expansive moments. And it's all of it. And there's no perfect formula except what we figure out for ourselves. How have you managed to ride the waves of your life then? A lot of support, you know, friends and family and my yoga mat. You know, um, when I'm having a crappy day, I don't want to get on my mat because I'm feeling like crap. A lot of times, as I said, it was just like, just lay down, just lay on your mat. You don't have to do anything. Just lay down. And usually, you know, I'm there for 15 or 20 minutes or an hour or an hour and a half. And I start to move and I start to stretch and I start to do those things. So my mat, if you will, is like calling me back. Okay, get in your body. What are you feeling? You know, get real. You know, if it's, it's shadow work, if it's the inner work, it's like, okay, it's crappy right now. What am I going to do with that? And it's not to avoid those times, but it's like, okay, why am I feeling this or what's getting triggered in me? And it's so it's, it's constantly for myself, just trying to bring it back to myself. You know, if, if I'm in conversation with somebody and I can feel the anger or something bubbling up, I know it's not them. I know it's me. It doesn't mean I'm not going to get ticked off or whatever, but I understand that it's not that triggering something in me that's not healed or something in me that needs some attention. And so it's like note to self, put that over here and remember to come back to it, you know, cause you need to do that work. I get out in nature. I, I walk on earth in bare feet as much as I possibly can. I try to drink lots of water. I eat healthy, but I also eat some chips and stuff. I also, when I'm really, you know, it's like, okay, this really sucks right now. I'll pick up the phone and I'll call somebody and you know what? It's not really great right now. you know, just tell me I'm wonderful. <laughs> You know, or, you know, or talk to me about what's going on in life so that I can get a better perspective on, okay, I'm not in this alone, you know, um, you know, and it's not that misery loves company, but it's like, okay, everybody isn't living on the rainbow and I'm down here in the ditch kind of thing. It's like, okay, it's all of it. It's all of it. So for me, it's, it's constantly evolving and how I find balance and how I find my way back home, home to the heart. But a lot of those things are constants in my life, my mat, meditation, music, dancing, friends, connection, family. So what does home to the heart mean to you? Our journey, I believe, my journey, our journeys in life are all about finding your way back to your own heart. It's like whatever relationships we're in, work, home, 
uh, professional, interpersonal, whatever it may be, I believe not only are they obviously real and they elicit things for us and teach us things, and they're for me meant to bring me back home. It's like, okay, what does this mean for me? And is it stimulating? Is it expansive? Is it joyful? Is it challenging? Is it rubbing me the wrong way? And so it's come home and it's like, okay, what's not healed there? Or, oh my God, this is truly where I need to go or what is next. So coming home to the heart is constantly, continuously, consciously bringing it back to myself. And what does this mean to me? How does this feel in my body? Is this right for me now? Or no. So it, it, it's constantly turning the light back inside, like bringing out the mirror and going, okay, this has got nothing to do with that person or that situation. This is about me. What is the work for me next? What is it I next need to do? And how can I inspire and empower myself to take that next step or to be a better person or to um, do the right thing for me at this time in my life. If you were to talk to someone who is interested in getting into yoga, they've never done it before, they're super, super duper beginner, what are your suggestions for them? I would ask them, what is it you want out of yoga? Like, is it a physical practice? Is it you don't know? Is it whatever? And they, you know, a lot of times you get, I got tight hamstrings. It's like, cool, that's awesome. <laughs> then you should do yoga. No, not should, no shoulds. Can't should on people. Um, so I'll ask some questions about what, what it is they're looking for and, and what is, and then from there, how active is your lifestyle? Like, are you a runner or, or whatever it is? Because it's the culmination of all of it, right? And to match, you know, yourself with the teacher, you know, and, and if you go to a yoga class and it doesn't resonate for, it doesn't feel right from my perspective, don't give up on yoga, find another teacher or find another style of yoga because there's hundreds and find the one that works for you that resonates for you because it's not a again it's not a zero sum it's not that's yoga or that's yoga or that's yoga it's like find what works for you and there are tons especially around st thomas because i know a lot of them amazing teachers in london amazing souls that they're teaching yoga and for me the resonance has to come from the heart it's like the teacher can be technically amazing and i love anatomy i love the human body and they can be using all those cues but if i don't have the sense that they're invested, you know, heart energy coming through the class or through their philosophy, then that's probably not going to be a class I'm going to stay with. So that's just my personal. So I would say to people, go try some classes. You know, a lot of people have a free first class or a minimal that, uh, cost. Go try some free classes and see if the teacher resonates for you, because you'll learn more from the teacher than the poses, but you're going to learn a lot about the poses, about yourself through the poses, but also from the teacher. So what are you currently working on? So currently I am working on becoming a better person, <laughs> truly every day. I mean that um, I'm working on a book. I have written a monthly blog since I think it was 2015. And I've had several people reach out and just say, hey, put this stuff together. This is a really cool read. And so I have now pulled up all my blogs from way back in 2015 and sent them off to an editor and we're putting pictures in with the book. So I'm working on my blog book and I have no idea what I'm going to call it or anything, but um, that is hopefully going to come out, you know, next year. Um, that would be my, my purpose, my hope. And I'm also working on some retreats. So maybe Costa Rica, 
probably Northern New Brunswick, continuing to learn so um, I can add more value to what I'm teaching and what I'm offering people. And of course, building more information and experience through the bodywork uh, modalities that I do. So, you know, just doing those things, <laughs> trying to figure it out, uh, trying to feel my way through. Um, because I think this two and a half year period that we've all been in has been phenomenal time for reflection. And I've had a lot of ups and downs through this time. And so it, it's like, what's next? What, what feels right for what's next? And that's part of how the book started to rematerialize. And so, yeah, that's what feels like what's coming next. What books are you currently reading? So I'm reading a couple, I never read just one. Healing Ancient Wounds is one of the books and it's my myofascial release teacher, John F. Barnes wrote it. It's phenomenal. It's about the, a spiritual journey and the evolution of the soul, his soul through that process, which of course brings me along for the ride. It's amazing. I'm also reading a book by a friend out of Florida who lost her son tragically several years ago, and it's called Tristan's Letters from Heaven by Barbara Brunny, and it's incredible. And then for fun, um, I'm reading The Witcher series. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so those are the three that I have got on my nightstand table to uh, read right now. Awesome. And what music are you currently listening to this week? Um, this week, a lot of 70s, 80s, um, nostalgic stuff, but I love the music of the 70s and 80s. So it 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 brings me home. Yeah. And to go to sleep at night, if I'm um, full moon, stuff like that, I'll, I'll put a lot of soothing music, like, you know, with the earth beat of the heart hurts and stuff like that. So just something to kind of off to never, never land. So yeah. uh, what brings you joy? So joy for me comes in travel, which has been really hampered, <laughs> hindered in the last couple of years. I love to travel. I love to meet new people. I love new experiences. I love to go and explore the land. I love caves. You know, I love the ocean. I love mountains. So I love to travel. And that is back on my radar for next year. So I'm very excited about that. Connecting with people like you, uh, connecting with people, like having real conversations, you know, uh, and smallpox is okay, like it's cold out or whatever, but I want deeper conversations. I want to know who you are, you know? Yeah, I can hear about what you do, but I want to know who you are and, and what lifts you up and what what inspires you to, to do things or bringing your power back home and and what you're going to do with that in in amazing ways because again we all get the hit right we all get that uplift yeah those things bring me joy and watching people children laugh i love animals too so um cute cuddly animals or you know big dogs too but um yeah children laugh laughing or watching someone so authentic so real that they're walking in their own skin so confidently and humble that it is it's it's just inspiring like awe inspiring to watch them i also love the fact that you you have a beautiful outlook on life right you you seem to be able to find joy in in everything i try i really do my sisters both of them are 
phenomenal as well as friends saying, you know, okay, you're getting to the edge there. And it's like, yeah, come back. Okay. And, you know, my older sister who's here uh, with me, we're driving along because traffic is my bane. Um, I'm impatient in traffic and she'll go, you never know what someone in front of you is holding you back. It's a constant reminder. It's like, you're right. I don't know. And it's also a reminder for me because it's like, I don't know what other people are going through. We all have stuff. And so it is, where can I find joy? Or how can I bring a smile to someone's face? Or at least not add to the other side of it. So, you know, if I can smile and I try to smile and say hi to people when I meet them, and it's just like, you never know if someone else has said hi to them that day, or, you know, I'm a hugger too, like my mom. So when I see people I know, I'm always hugging. And, you know, life is, is, is a phenomenal opportunity to be ourselves, to learn about life, to learn about ourselves, and to find the joy in small things like flowers and trees and, and whatever it may be. It's like, it's there. You just gotta, we've got to look for it. There's crappy times and there's challenges and it's like, okay, you know, this is down in the trough and, and it's going to help me build some resiliency to find my way through. And what is it, you know, that I'm feeling I'm eating or I'm sad or whatever. And, and life is all of it. And it's not to avoid the tougher times, but to, for me to face them and go, yeah, this sucks right now, you know, and okay, I'm not going to live here. I'm not going to stay here, but I want to process what needs to be processed and, and integrated into my life and my outlook on life so that I can be a more empathetic and kind person. Because again, I don't know what other people are going through. You can never lose with a smile. <laughs> I am really happy that you were a guest today. I I absolutely adore you. I think that the work you're doing is beautiful and you have a lot of um, awesome things to share with the world. So thank you. Thank you, Candy. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's so wonderful to connect with you again and to um, share what's happening in both of our lives. So thank you. And thank you for what you're doing. This is incredible. Very inspirational. <laughs>